Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R for Rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you are a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. gravitational sphere. Jesus! What's wrong? This thing has near Earth G, but ow! Okay, that's <laughs> unexpected. This is really, really Sarah, what do you have? Hold on. Weird. What the? Okay, that's just weird. Weird ain't a technical term, Sarah. What are you reading? It's got an atmosphere. And holy shit. I don't believe this. It's close to Earth. On an asteroid in the middle of nowhere. God help me, I may have been right. Oh, I thought you said God wasn't watching over spacers, Dylan. Funny. John, fire the stationing thrusters. Let's get a closer look. Are you sure? Do it. Okay. Changing course to 175.
Broken Sea Audio Productions presents 2109 Black Sun Rising, an original science fiction audio drama. Episode 2 In the year 2091, the Asimov 1 deep space probe was launched, but it never made it past the halfway point on man's first deep space mission to Alpha Centauri and barely made it back home. Since then, two more ships have been built. The Asimov 2 and Asimov 3. In the year 2097, the Asimov 2 was launched and attempted the same four-year trip to Alpha Centauri. Until it was destroyed by an unknown extraterrestrial force. And in the case of the Asimov 2, it was fatal. Dylan Pike, the new captain of the Asimov 3, believes he is going to rectify this and avenge his fiancée, Danny Bird, who perished on the Asimov 2. Two years into the Asimov 3's voyage and following the same trajectory as the Asimov 2, Pike came to a decision to alter the course of the Asimov 3 after uncovering a possible clue to the destruction of the Asimov 2. A clue located on a rogue asteroid halfway to Alpha Centauri. We now join the Asimov 3's mission on Asteroid Alpha. The year now. screen's inoperable. At least the auxiliary systems are still functioning. I can see that. Well, we're on this rogue now and alive for what it's worth. John, see if you can get the power up and running. Is everyone okay? No major damages. Uh, minor structural issues, but <sighs> nothing vital. We can fix it in a few hours if we want or leave them be. Yeah. I'm just Peachy, thanks for asking, boss. Powers recycling now. Good. Might as well get on it. But, but who or what did this? You wanted to go spacer, Sarah. Here's your golden opportunity. Guess we all go find out now. Powers coming online now. Forward viewport online. Opening. Damn! Wait! Filter it, will ya? Filtering. There. Why didn't we see that that glowing tower pylon thing? I, why didn't we see it on approach? We're on the dark side, I guess, or who or whatever dragged us down here turned it on after we touched down. Great. Well, no time like the present. Do you think they'll have Cabana Boys down on that planet? Because I could really go for some Cabana Boys and cocktails. <coughs> John, get the Spec Ops gang ready and have them bring their new toys. Gotcha. So, now we're going to go frag everything on this rogue. 
if it deserves it, assuming there are living things to brag. But first, before you get all high and mighty about my choice of command decisions, scan the asteroid. We need data. I may be the newbie around here, Dylan, but I didn't think we were... Then stop I, we, thinking. I, but, Start but I, scanning. We, you, That's an order. You, and from now on, the, refer to me we, as the Captain Henson. We're not military! We are now, by executive order. I captain this space probe. I am in charge. Remember that. <coughs> Scan. Yes, sir. It's... It's... It's shaped sort of like... Well, the best I can describe it is... Like the Rock of Gibraltar. But without the earth under it. Uh, the asteroid has four of these lighted pylons, I guess, for lack of a better term, that are spaced more or less like the points of a compass, lighting the plateau where we are. Uh, they are emitting an unknown energy, and they may also be the machinery behind the atmosphere and the vegetation. <coughs> vegetation? On an asteroid in deep space? Yes. <sighs> That's not purple mineral deposits under the ship, sir. There's some kind of grass. Purple. Purple grass? Vegetation, but weird. Blues, some green. Different species of it. Covering the lighted side of the asteroid. All the flat planes of it, and there's a stone. A stone okay. what? Scroll Fabricated structures. It looks like a stone compound. Oldest time, yet new. It's hard to describe, and to get data... Here. Look. It's a cross between Stonehenge and the Pyramids, of all things. And there's other metallic structures farther off. But of a weird composition, and spherical in shape. Let me see. See for yourself, Captain. been a bit lax as far as military bearing goes, what with the scientific types on board this boat. But what's at stake here, namely our lives, that ends now. I'm the captain of this ship. Everyone answers to me by order of the president. Period. So starting yesterday, we go by the book. Proper name and rank when addressing each other, the whole enchilada. Protocol will be observed from here on out. Period. Above time. That's enough, Sergeant. I. Dr. Rand? Thank you, Captain. There are structures out there, not crafted by the passages of time, but by sentient beings. We have been running tests on what information we've gathered up to this point, and have only come up with more questions. The atmosphere is breathable. Our terraformation specialist, Ensign Sarah Shields, has tested and retested it. Do you think they'll have cabana boys? I could really go for some cabana boys. <coughs> Ensign. Yes, sir. Dictatorship. <laughs> it's good to breathe. Gravity is close to that of the Earth's. How or why, again, no idea. 
This goes way beyond any terraforming tech that mankind has. This asteroid has been intentionally sculpted by a superior race. How or why? <laughs> Again, no idea. But we are going to go and find out. These are questions that need answers. As of now, we are stuck here due to, well, for lack of a better term, a tractor beam. Now, I know that sounds all science fiction, but right now, it's the reality. Our first objective, though, is to find the transmitters of the alien broadcasts, and in doing so, hopefully find a way off this rock. Spec Ops ready, Sergeant? Aye, Captain. Got the bikes loaded and the guns primed. Remember, this is a scouting mission, Sergeant. Do not, do not shoot first. You see anything alive, report back and set up a surveillance team. Understood? Aye. Good. Rather bag an alien. Get going. The rest of the crew will set camp around the ship and start taking readings to try and make sense of all this. Above all else, attention to detail. Be careful. We sure as hell ain't in Kansas anymore. tonight. I almost forgot, my dear audience. Do not forget to get those taxes paid before the 15th for the newest game show Solar Core hit, Pay or Flay, where deadbeat tax avoiders get strapped to an operating table and you, my lovely audience, gets to vote on what hottest medical student drops out to revisit their less than illustrious and as short I might add, med school practice of skin removal. Rumor has it that the Swedish bikini team as well as the Cut, that's wrap. Great job, Kerman. As always, might I add, you look fantastic. Lay one a slimy hand on me, Mark, and my Shamsel AK-97 purse vaporizes that space between your hips. Oh, wait, I, uh, no, no need, I mean... I can't last if you are second cousin. day. a step back and a shut it, amigo. Got me? No, no need, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just, I, uh, damn, forget the phone, I'm in here. Bendejo. You dropped your cell phone. Oopsie, did I just accidentally hit his most recent call list? Things that make you go, what? A picture from Carlson, and he's in bed with, why would he send a picture of us? Wait, that's not me. That's not... <laughs> no. My my Carlson Wubby baby. My my boyfriend with a... That's... <gasps> my, my Carlson Wubby baby. My, my boyfriend with a her. That sorry son of a... With a... With a jillion. You motherfucker. And oh, did you think you can get all humpity hump with jillion and Carmen and Kyandra won't find out? Sorry, gringo, goading, loving, sack of a guano, eating ass! <clears throat> Director Carlson speaking. Oh, boopsie, baby. Carmen, good to hear your voice, baby. But this is a government line, and I told you not to call me while I'm at work. You sorry 
son of a bitch. Am I interrupting you hiding the salami with Jillian Bendejo? You just boinked over the wrong news, goddess. I am going to expose you and all I know about. Captain, the camp generators are up and running. Those pylons are giving off enough light to power the solar cells. So we're good to go here. My grease monkeys and me are going to get started on the repairs. Unless you need something else, sir. No, no, good. You did well. Go ahead, Ray. Lieutenant Ray Milano, sir. Shit. Right. Jeez. Military protocol is harder than I thought, bud. Er, Lieutenant Milano. It's been a long while since this old space dog was in basic. I'll keep you honest, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) You've been doing that for years on Pluto, amigo. (laughs) Even if we weren't old friends, Captain... I'd still owe you to get me off that ice rock. <laughs> oh, man. On a more serious note, you still know that the original crew of the Asimov 3, the couple that are still part of this crew, aren't too happy about you replacing most of the crew with us. And demoting the ones that remain. The former Captain Wentworth leads the malcontents? I just bet. Yeah. Look, I heard them talking. And let's just say they aren't ready to give you any special favors anytime soon. I'll try and watch him as best I can, but thought you might want a heads up. Thanks. I had to pick a crew that could do their jobs and one that I hopefully could trust. So far, I haven't heard anything, but the total lack of anything had my radar up anyway. I'll keep an eye out. Good. Well, I bet get started on the repairs. I'll if you get ready to check out those pylons, Captain. I'd love to tag along. You've got my word on that, Lieutenant.
sake, shut up. <laughs> now I've just locked the real daughter of Admiral Veers in cold storage in my lap, while the clone I made of her is with Veers himself. Carlson's gonna be the death of me. I need a drink. <sighs> oh, do shut up. Shit. Wonder what Carlson's been up to. Always good to have a backdoor hack in the Solar CIA director's mainframe. Sometimes being a scientific genius in a multitude of disciplines does come in handy. <laughs> Shit. That sorry motherfucker. He recorded all our conversations. Even the one about Veer's daughter. He can ruin me. Shit, shit, shit. Wait. Carlson, fucking asshole. If he's setting me up to jump off a short pier into shark-infested waters to tidy his life up, you fucking asshole. I'm sure Miss Carmen Condra will love to know all about the genetic cloning of one Jillian G., not to mention video of some more intimate entanglements the various clones have had with one Director Carlson. <laughs> now I hit send. Shit. Need another beer and while doing that, let's see what Miss Condra is up to. Oh, do shut up or I'll get the whip out again, sweetheart. Miss Condra, Dr. Dane. Scientific advisor to the Solar CIA, as well as One Director Carlson. I see you've discovered Mr. Carlson's transgressions with Jillian G. Actually, that's was, that was what I wanted to call you about. This might even be breaking news to be the lead story in your next newscast. Yes, it's about Jillian G. You are aware of the ban on genetic clones and the death penalty signed by all the nations of the Earth after what happened in the Middle East in 2052 and the nuclear crisis caused by the clone armies of the world? Wait, don't, don't hang up. Listen to me. And let me tell you about a program started by Director Carlson and his black operations budget. Have you ever wondered how Miss Jillian G and model and number one sportscaster of the solar NFL has never aged? You have. <laughs> Stay on the line. Check your inbox. I've just sent you something that will show you how dear old director Carlson has been using you while sleeping with a mind-altered clone. Jillian G. This is just too fantastic. I don't like it. Isn't that the truth? I don't trust anything this damn handheld's telling me. Pull up a chair. Drink? Sure. What's so fantastic now? Other than this impossibly lush Garden of Eden. Funny way to phrase that. You know, Garden of Eden. Here. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. When you said drink, 
Sorry, helps me think, John. I thought you quit. I keep a few bottles for special occasions locked away. This, more than qualified. After the Asimov one, the inquiry, I went to a lot of trouble to back you on that. You need to watch it. And I am always going to be grateful. Look, I got back on track. Yeah, and got stuck with me on Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the leverage the president used to get you back on spacer status. <sighs> yeah, had a big old fodder all about my liquid indiscretions. Every bar, every bottle. <sighs> and then hung my pension over my head. Jesus. So what's our next move? We wait for the scouts to get back, and then we get thorough about this rock. I'm thinking the pylons first, unless Hellsper and her gang of merry marauders turn up little green men. Hope the aliens have beer. This cheap-ass bourbon of yours is gonna put hair on my tongue. <laughs> you lightweight. Right. <laughs> you think we should sit here on this rock? It's giving me a bad vibe. You know as well as I do that we're stuck on this <laughs> oh, bastard. Damn, this crap Look, is rough. I don't like this either. Captain Dylan Pike to the bridge. Captain Dylan Pike to the bridge. Sir. Yeah, Sarah's gone all formal. You had an impact. She needed it. She's young. She'll come around. Come on, let's go see what our wide-eyed... And well-proportioned. You can keep those thoughts to yourself, Navigator. Aye, Captain. Just stating the obvious. The Captain and the Navigator drinking. Wentworth's just gonna love this. We might even be able to take over this bucket <laughs> and make these wannabes pay for replacing our crew on the Asimov 3. Commander Wentworth. Wentworth here. Lieutenant Guy Rochelle, sir. I've found something you're gonna like.
gotta get up. Gotta go to work. Uh, go back to sleep, baby. Last night was great. Uh, gotta borrow your shower. longevity serum that Carlson said would keep me forever young. pregame show taping, why don't I pick you up and we can go get some Italian from... What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, you look like you're crying. What did I... You son of a bitch! That was Carmen Cayandra! Shit. Look, I... You've been boinking her, as she put it, while seeing me? Yeah, right. Look, she's crazy. It's not And what you... you know what else she said? She said that she and I are best friends. And I barely know she exists. She took me to Rio for my birthday last year and I don't even remember her being there. <sighs> she said that. You know what else? She said more. Of course she did. What else? She called me a replicant. Shit. A clone. Something about Dr. Dane? What is she talking about? Look, she's crazy. <laughs> shit. She mentioned Dr. Dane. Get out! Hey, shit! That was a $100,000 vase. The one that I gave you before your trip to Rio from the Ming fucking dynasty. A little fucking respect for the Ming, please. I barely remember the trip to Rio, you asshole! Get out! Hey! 
I'm out of here. Just stop throwing. This is going to send Jillian over the edge knowing the truth. Dane was supposed to have cerebral blockers to avoid this shit. But first... Dr. Dane, we need to talk. When? Try now. I'm on my way there. Shit, I forgot my names. Could this day get any worse? Sci-Fi Audio Drama, Episode 2. Cast is as follows. Asmov 3, Space Probe Crew. Dylan Pike was Matthew Weller. Sarah Shields was Elaine Barrett. Adam Wentworth was Glenn Sheets. Ray Milano is Chip Joel. John Hightower, Jeff Villard. Dr. Melanie Rand, Kim Giannopoulos. Sergeant Jane Helsper, Tanya Milosevic, Wolf is Jack Halsey, Bongo, Brian, Bokikio, Guy Rochelle is Paul Mannering, Earthcast, Solar CIA Director Carlson is Lotho Tuppen, Carmen Kayandra is Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard of Gypsy Audio, Jillian G, Amanda Fitzwater, Dr. Dane, Played by Dr. John Dane, Ph.D. Solar News Director and Producer, Bill Holloway. End Credit Computer is Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard of Gypsy Audio. Music used by permission, Peter Wicks of Westlake Films. Brian Bokikio, Seraphic Panopoli. 
Thomas of Oakman's Dreamland, and Celestial Aeon Project. More additional music by Rob Heifel. Written and mixed and produced by Bill Holloway. This has been a Broken Sea Audio production, and I am your computer. Thank you for listening. Have a good evening. What a piece of work is man, how noble in reason, how infinite in faculties, in form and moving, how express and admirable, in action how like an angel, in apprehension how like a god, the beauty of the world, the paragon of animals. What complete rubbish! In our world man is but a slave. Ignorant creatures used to tend the fields. None is capable of but the most rudimentary functions. Well, perhaps one. A beast with bright eyes who came to our world from a time long gone and a land far beyond. The planet of the apes. Only from Broken Sea Audio Productions. (laughs) 